Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Archive Panic. I'm your host Ben Nevin. And I'm Jacob Russo. And today we are going to be kicking off our Marvel Marathon with the first ever theatrically released Marvel movie, Howard the Duck. Fuck. My thoughts exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, in order to... In order to put off talking about this shit heap... Uh, just uh, just for that little bit longer. What have you been up to? I've been enjoying much better Marvel content than this. I've been playing the shit out of Spider-Man 2. I have not. <laughs> I, I literally, I just platinumed it. Uh, yeah. Like the day before we recorded this, which is the week before it's uploaded. Time is fucked. So, uh, but, yeah. I, I haven't been playing Spider-Man 2. Just to give you a little bit of perspective here, I've been called a digital hoarder before, right? I buy video games... Uh, oh, that's a nice spider. I Do you want it? No. <laughs> I buy video games and I just don't play them. I, you've seen the stack of games I have that I have yet to play. Have you not? Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, I bought... It's like, like, it's like Mount Everest of just games. Yeah, so I bought the original Spider-Man game on the PlayStation 4, like, yep. before the pandemic. <laughs> and I have yet to play it. So, you know, I'll get there eventually. I'm still making my way through those Yakuza games. I'm on... Oh, you've been having a blast with those, haven't I'm you? I'm just about to finish Yakuza 5. I, uh, I, I just remembered getting that... <laughs> Once again, getting a text from you. Uh, just being like... I'm f- I was like, I'm about 20 minutes into Yakuza 5 and I've just fought a bear. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's not even 20 minutes in and it's like fucking like and I was very confused because I was just like oh I didn't know that game was set in San Francisco that's pretty cool and then you sent me the video and it's like oh no that's a full blown fucking grizzly <laughs> <laughs> that's an actual fucking bear <laughs> no, on that on that chapter it turns into the opening chapter of Red Dead 2 you do hunting and all that shit and then uh, you fight a bear what with your fists <laughs> well, you get guns you get guns just, try, just tracking down a bucket just kicking fuck it I mean, that's how you fight the bear, so, you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, you get guns, and then uh, later on in that game, it turns into a fucking uh, pop idol simulator and all that shit, and then... Wait, what? Yeah, you play as, uh, what's her name, Haruka. Oh, yeah. And she's an idol now. Uh, but, yeah, I'm about to finish Yakuza 5, got to make my way onto 6, then I have, like, a dragon, and I did buy both of those Judgment games, I then bought Ishin... Uh, well, there's that new uh, Like a Dragon, The Man Who Sold His Name. That's coming out it's this out. month. It's, oh, out. Wait, it's on it play, out. It's on PlayStation Store. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to be getting that at some point. So I'm going to, and then I've, and then I'm going to be Japanese out, mate. I need to play that <laughs> I'm fucking Japanese out. I need to play what that fuck? fucking Ghost of Tsushima, and then oh, you, know, you fucking weeb. I'm not a weeb. I fucking hate anime as well. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I like my 3D women, man. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I have that shit to play. And and then I've got a bunch of other PS4 games and other PS5 games I've bought. Like, I bought, uh, what did I buy? Guardians of the Galaxy. I need to play Modern Warfare 2. (laughs) I need to play fucking, uh, uh, just a bunch of shite, really. But yeah, I have all that to do. Uh, And then I've got, like, this fucking, all these movies I've got that I need to watch. I'm a digital hoarder that... That description of me was accurate. But apart from that, I was out on Halloween. <laughs> oh yeah, you prick. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> so, I get a text for this wee walloper, right? Mm. Telling me, wee walloper, that's a fucking oxymoron, isn't it? But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> if it's a walloper, it's no wee. Mm. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me, oh by the way, do you want to come out with us for Halloween? I said on Halloween. No, you said for. I'm convinced you said, oh, we're going out for Halloween. I said do you, want to, do you want to come? And I'm like, I sure, fine. I've, you know, I've not really got any costumes, but I've got a few old ones. I you didn't even say that. I didn't even mention no, no, costumes. That's what I was thinking. Of. You didn't mention costumes, but you did say we were going out for Halloween. So I was like, all right, sound. And you specifically said we were going out in Glasgow. So I was like, all right, clearly this is like a night out thing. And we're going out in Glasgow on Halloween. So naturally, I get my Jedi outfit on, right? Ready to fucking go. I jump the train. This fucking de- degenerate walks on, dressed as he normally fucking is. <laughs> and immediately I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> we get to Glasgow. I'm the only cunt dressed up in like a 10 mile radius, right? I saw one guy dressed up as the cunt for the 118 commercials, which... Fair play in the fucking throwback, mate. They've been on, they've mm. not been on the telly since fucking 2014. So go on yourself, big man. But apart from that, there was no other cunt dressed up. So I'm just cutting about Glasgow, dressed as a fucking Jedi, lightsaber and everything. I mean, Halloween was on a Tuesday this year. Everybody was doing their shit the weekend before. So, you know. I'm still blaming you for that <laughs> shit. You could have, at the very least, you could have said, oh, by the way, I can't, it's Halloween, but no cunt's dressing up. I would have thought I was, that would be clear if I didn't if I just didn't say anything about costumes. Okay, fine. You said we were going out in Halloween. Ah, oh, fuck's sake. Right, anyway. <laughs> yeah, if I had said I was going out for Halloween, that would have been costumes. But I said I'm going out on Halloween. It just means I'm out. doesn't mean I'm doing anything for Halloween. <laughs> you know? So I can understand the logic, but I'm still pissed off. Because uh, when I had to leave, because we were meeting up in Glasgow for about five o'clock-ish, right? So, because of when the, tra- the way the trains work, I had to leave my house just as the schools were letting out. <laughs> so, I got bullied by a bunch of high school wins <laughs> in my way to the train station. There's all these kids fucking laughing at me. <laughs> Aye, fuck you! That shit was traumatising. Brought me back to my days in high school when I was getting actual bullied. And then the, the person that we met up with wasn't even dressed up either. No! Not a single member of the group that we went out with was dressed up. Like I said, when I say I was the only cunt in costume within like a fucking 10 mile radius, I wasn't lying, right? And the thing is, we were out in, we were out in a place called Solid Rock Cafe anyway, so it's kind of, nine times out of ten, it's hard to tell if cunts are in there are dressed up anyway, because they're all fucking goths. That's an accurate. That's not accurate. That but is accurate. They're not goths. I they're, they fucking are. No, they're not. They're, they're not. Fuck, it's in solid. It's goths. No, it's not. If it was Ivory Blacks, it'd be goths. Uh, <laughs> Ivory Blacks, Cathouse, and no, uh, no, Rufuses. Sol- yeah, solid isn't goths. Solid, solid is, is goths. So. Solid aren't goths. Are they fucking are, mate? No, there's a difference between goths and fucking metal folk. But you know, they weren't goths. But you know, goths a, and metalheads, right? No, right, no. Same fucking I'm, difference. No, I'm going to give you an actual education here. See, goth music, completely different than metal music. Aye, but you're Absol- all fucking dressed up the same. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Goths don't wear jeans. <laughs> goths don't fucking wear- do. No, they don't. They, they just wear-, wear black jeans. <sighs> goths don't wear jeans and they don't wear fucking leather jackets or anything, right? Nah, do Aye, I. they fucking do. No, goths and metalheads are different, right? They're two completely different sub uh, subcultures, right? Completely fucking different, right? I feel like I've touched a nerve here. Ah, you have. Completely <laughs> fucking different. Completely different. Ah, they're all fucking goffs. G G O F F goff. Right. The pal <laughs> we are meeting up with is our goff. I am not. I. <laughs> I am not. 
I listen to their music, but I'm not a goth. You're a fucking goth, mate. I'm not. But anyway, <laughs> it was a good night. It was a good night. You were falling asleep on the train. I was, yeah. yeah. I, nearly, I, nearly fell, I nearly woke up in lags. Mm. <laughs> That's dangerous. Yeah, her pal was just like, oh, let's get a shots of uh, Fireball. Let's get shots of Fireball. That's and always a get, fucking good she gets her fucking shot. I don't even like cinnamon. <laughs> Well, it was a good time. Anyways. We also had shots of tequila. That was a great idea at the time. Mm. Anyways, let's get to this shit heap of a movie. Right. Did we have to? Aye. Oh, before we uh, before we continue, though, we need to uh, have a brief moment to... Uh, uh, by the time this goes out, we'll probably have an Instagram account for our show. So uh, Yes, it will be titled Archive Panic, yeah, but yeah. more information will probably will be there to follow. Uh, if you want more information about out the show you can join us on our discord uh, invite yeah. for which can be found at twitch.tv forward slash cyberman 360 that's my twitch account I, well, stream there we... when, I stream there wednesday through to sunday every week yeah we'll put a we'll put a discord and link on links there. on there air to the discord which is both for my own streams as well as archive panic we'll, we'll put a, a, a discord link on the the instagram as well just we'll, we'll try and make it as simple as possible um oh yeah yeah uh if you haven't subscribed to our show please do uh leave us a thumbs up i think we're on spotify mostly uh, mainly yes primarily yes so we are also a, on a couple other podcasts including red circle oh yeah. yeah so give us a give us a little thumbs up there say yeah say hi <laughs> say hi give us a nice little thumbs up if you why did you turn into fucking George McFly there at the end of just say hi? Because <laughs> I am. But uh, we also need to mention one of our listeners, uh, a shout out if you will. Oh yeah, a shout out to uh, a Dynamite sh- Han. Yeah, a shout out and uh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, because they have been purchasing Blu-ray copies of a wide variety of movies that we've talked about. Most notably the John Carpenter flicks. Yeah, they got, uh, dead, they got dead and buried as well. Did they get dead and buried as well? How uh-huh. the fuck did they find that? Well, they said it was on a, a prime, like a like a digital. Oh, copy digital or... copy. Okay, fair enough. But you still need to pay money for that, you know. Yeah, so, so, so like yeah. you know, Shout you know, we like that hand. you're uh, listening to us and uh, taking heed of what we have to say. But fucking only buy shit if you're financially stable, mate. I don't know what your financial. We're assuming that they are uh, considering they're buying all the shit. But, but this shit's expensive. Blu-rays are. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Blu-rays are expensive. You had to import a copy of In the Mouth of Madness from fucking Germany, mate. You know... That's probably the scariest part about that movie, is the fact that it came from fucking Germany. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I also need to apologise to the Midwest Mines. No, you don't. <laughs> we got beat Fuck by... Them. We got beat by fucking... <laughs> the Broncos. <laughs> I explained this to you. That would be like if Celtic got beat uh, away at, like, at home... Uh, Celtic got beat at home, home by Ross County, County uh, <laughs> or like a lower league team, like a Broth or something. So, uh, yeah, and the, and the Vikings are doing all right at this point in time, but you know, we still got better beer than you do. So fuck off. But uh, <laughs> you're losing though. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> if you drink beer, you're always winning. <laughs> No, no, no. We are not promoting alcoholism on the show. It's done wonders for me. But anyways. Fucking hell. But anyways. <laughs> anyway, Howard the Duck. 1986. I'll just lay on some little uh, vital information here. Holy fuck. Okay. Directed by uh, Mr. Willard. And I'm not kidding when I say this. His name is literally spelled like Huyuk. Yeah, his name is, what is it? H-Y-U-C-K? H-U-Y-C-K. H-U-Y-C-K, sorry. Yeah, written by Willard Huyuk. 
And uh, it was also written by him and his wife, Gloria Katz. Now, they've had a very interesting career, haven't they? Well, yeah, they, 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 they do a lot of shit with um, George Lucas, or they did a lot of shit with George Lucas. They, they, wrote, they wrote Temple of Doom? Yeah, they wrote Temple of Doom and American Graffiti, uh, which leads me to wonder what the fuck happened here. Uh, it also, this also has, like, special effects by ILM, which is like... Yeah, how do you get... This is a question. How do you get from... I will say, though, How do you get from Kalima to fucking Quack Fu? You... I don't know, but the effects in this movie are actually pretty decent. Um, oh yeah, no, it's based definitely. on the. I mean, it's ILM, so you're always going to be like in for a treat when they are there at the helm when it yeah. comes to special effects. I mean, uh, this was uh, based on the Howard comics by Steve Gerber. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you think the the budget for this movie was? Oh, God. Based on the special effects alone, and the fact that it is ILM in the eighties, so this is a post Empire Strikes Back post. I should also mention this before, post- before I put this. Yeah. Willard Hayuk, right? Yeah. Uh, he didn't... I I couldn't find any uh, defensive information if, if, on if he helped write any of the Star Wars movies, but he is often credited as the guy that said to George Lucas, wouldn't it be cool if Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's dad? So, like, what the fuck happened to this movie? Yeah, from being the... Arguably, again, the, the idea that this occurred it is all purely anecdotal evidence. Yeah, with if, regards to the idea that he's the one that came up with if this. that's true, he's like the, one of the most important he's sci-fi one of the most film influential writers. Influential writers <laughs> of the 20th century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he comes out with this bullshit. Right, budget. What do you think the budget was? Well, this is this is post Star Wars. So Return of the Jedi was 83, right? Are you looking this up on your phone? No. <laughs> I was looking up where Return of the Jedi came out because I forgot if it was 83 or 84. 83. Yeah. So this is post, like, the Star Wars trilogy, ILM. So they were making bank and charging a fair amount mm-hmm. for their services. So from the special effects alone, you're talking an easy, like, a cool 20, 30 mil. So uh, I've seen the budget here is listed as between 30 to 37 million. Yeah. And uh, the box office? Oh, it bombed. It bombed bombed at the box office. People did not fucking like this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess I would say like, I don't know, like a couple million, like five million? 38 million, so it made its money back. Fuck so off, it, it made, made its, its money back? But it only made like a million. <laughs> I thought it bombed. It did bomb, that is a bomb. No, I thought a bomb was when it doesn't make its money back. No, it can bomb with making its money back and then it just makes shit. Yeah, because it only because right, it made his money back, but then it only made a million. They only just recouped their costs. Ah, and then that was it. Oh, then they only just get yeah. a million out of it. Fuck that. <laughs> IMDb scores. What do you think this is out of ten? Out of ten, uh, this is a solid three. Four point seven. Ah, fuck the lot of you. It's uh, a three at best. Rotten Tomato score. What do you think the critic score is out of a hundred? Critic score out of a hundred? Oh, you're talking like twenty percent. Thirteen. Thirteen. What one three. The, yes, one three. Uh, but what do you think the audience score is? I think the audience score is a bit higher because people have nostalgia goggles over this movie. So I'll say about 40%, 45. 38. 38? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Fucking nostalgia goggles over this piece of shit. Although I will say, right? It has been getting... to be. Although this film has been going through a bit of a... Like every now and then, like real shit movies like this that were kind of aimed at kids, kind of not, Can't will go through a will go through a resurgence and there'll be like a bunch of people that watch this as a kid will be like oh I remember watching this as a kid and I loved it this was great and then I'll watch it again as an adult and they'll be like what the fuck and yeah yeah although I will say though like 
I was what the first ten minutes of this movie. I was watching this, and I was sitting there, and I was like, you know, within the first five minutes. No, no, no we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But when the first yeah. ten minutes, I was watching this, I was like, this could be the kind of bad movie I can get behind. Then the rest of the movie happened. Yep. Um, I am not a fan of this movie. <laughs> Right, I was. I've had I, to watch this movie twice. I watched it twice, right? Yes. I, I watched it not drunk, but I had a couple of drinks just to help me get through it, right? Piss off! You couldn't remember anything past the first ten minutes of the movie. You must have been drunk. I still can't remember watching this movie. I watched it sober the second time. Right? <laughs> Fair. Uh yeah. Jesus Christ. But uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of some positive things to say before this movie. Before we start talking about this, the special effects are pretty decent. Howard looks alright, you know. Um, yeah, given the time that it came out. That's, Leah that's Thompson it. is fine, I guess. Um, she is, you're damn right, she's fine. Yeah, Mario McFly's mum's heart. Um, she's got a good singing voice. Cause she actually does she do has, the songs. Yeah, she does the, yeah, she does the performance for the songs, yeah. yeah um, the songs are cheesy as fuck, though. That Howard the Duck song, the, the theme song, was stuck in my head. I kind of love it. Uh, I, but I, I know, I understand in my heart of hearts that this film is fucking terrible, right? George and Lucas. And the music yeah. is not that great. I think right? George Lucas was happy when episode one came out. He's like, this is now my biggest failure. <laughs> yeah, people will stop talking about Howard the fucking duck. I still made a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you all. <laughs> well, there's, that, there's that infamous quote of him after the first test screening is that I think we went a bit too far in some places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George. But yeah, oh, right. Let's get into the shit. Oh. oh my god yeah but this this fucking movie man like I couldn't help but be entertained by it doesn't mean I like it I wasn't entertained by it no do you know what this movie is in a nutshell go on a shitter version of Starman it is yeah yeah. it's the same it's the, plot it's the fish out of water story yeah. same plot alien crash lands on earth has to find its way well with that logic no, alien crash lands on Earth. With that logic, fucks, uh, meets a woman, fucks the woman. <laughs> Howard doesn't. Howard doesn't fuck. Howard doesn't fuck. It's implied afterwards he fucks. Nope. Oh, he's gonna fuck. He it, maybe, but it's it's not at no point throughout the movie. Mm. Did they do the deed? Mm. You know what he did though. So. The movie opens with these kind of smooth jazz, almost film noir kind of soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, playing over the credits. Uh, my note here is God Almighty. I'm just going to read the, the notes exactly as I've written them. Uh, God Almighty, it's happening already. Uh, various movie posters Did you not uh, think that have been duckified. The worst offender of which. Breeders of the Lost Ark? No, Breeders of the Lost Stark. Oh, Breeders, that just sounds like a really dirty porno. It sounds like a porno remake of Raiders. <laughs> Breeders of the Lost Stark. Marion, uh, Marion, I gotta get the, I gotta get the Ark, I gotta come in you, Marion. Uh, <laughs> Marion! <laughs> I mean, if Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is to be believed, he did. So, <laughs> I'm a breeder, Marion. <laughs> left it clean enough. Anyway, let's... <laughs> So uh, this is a point. Well, to be fair to the movie, the costumes do look pretty decent for the time. Howard looks all right. He does look pretty good, and it looks fairly passable in motion as well. There is one thing I would, uh, if I was to make a big major complaint about this, not that this would have made the movie any better, but you know, I would have liked to have seen a bit more of this duck world that Howard lives in. 
I would have liked seeing a little bit more of it. I would have liked to have seen less. I mean, you know, I mean, you don't really see much. You see, you see. You I see, mean, I mean. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you, you, see, you see quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you see <laughs> some stuff on TV. Yeah. Also, right, seeing the first five minutes of this movie, I saw more duck tits than I have seen real tits in the last two months. Right. <laughs> Oh my god! And it's not really something I wanted to see. That's, it's, it's not something anybody wants to see, but it's in this fucking movie. Do you think this movie birthed some furries? Oh, definitely, hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, Howard Channel Surfs eventually deciding to just read the latest, and I quote, "Play duck." Yeah. Who the fuck is this film for? Right. So. With, like, the whole fish-out-of-water plot and everything, right? And the kind of the goofy humour that's kind of interspersed throughout that we'll talk about more throughout it. It seems like this is your standard fare kind of kids movie. It's, like, similar to, like, Dinosaurs or fucking uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That kind of stuff, right? You know, that kind of, you know, pre-teen yeah, kid kind of movie, this is, right? this is also the 80s, though. There wasn't really a big distinction between... I mean, there, I mean, there was, like, proper kids movies There was stuff, not... Like, although, yeah, kids movies did not have full-blown titties in them. Yeah, but then you also had, like, Temple of Doom, which was where you had to get the PG-13 and all that shit in America. But Fair, yeah. Gremlins. Gremlins. Aye, but even then, there's nothing, like, overtly dirty in those movies. It's just kind of, like, implied gore for the most part and goo. Mm. Right, and even if you do take like films that maybe do push it a wee bit at further, James, like although, for I will, example, I will Back mention, to the Future. I will mention though the James Bond movies in the eighties; they were all PG as well, and they've got some dirty shit in that. That's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> there's, some, yeah, there's some titties in those. If you, look I have no them. idea who these. Fu- yeah, but like beyond just like the ratings board. Mm. Just looking at purely how the film is presented, because if you look at like the adverts for this movie that were out at the time. It's advertised as this, like, you know, wacky fish-out-of-water comedy for the whole fucking family to enjoy. And then within the first, and two, within minutes, the first two minutes, duck tits. <laughs> duck tits. Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And then within the first... And then later on, we get a big earthquake, and Howard is pulled through the building, crashing through his neighbour's apartments. We get our second helping of duck tits. And... <laughs> yeah, and then, and then there's also, there's also a, an answering machine... Uh, somebody called him on his answering machine and was basically just saying like oh basically saying like yeah let's fuck again essentially yeah, get your arse over here we're gonna fuck Howard more or less get yeah. your bill on mine Howard <laughs> you know so oh god yeah <laughs> so bad he has a condom in his wallet as well that's later he's also not got in the rapper yeah we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that eventually but Howard is pulled through and then sucked into a wormhole. Cure the only instance of narration in this entire movie. This is, uh, this is another thing I will, I will say that's kind of good, though. Uh, it is an oxymoron, because I did say I wanted a little bit more of a duck world in, in this movie. But I like how it just kind of gets straight to the point of the plot. Yeah, the plot that, just it just it happens. Much like the film that you compared it to earlier, Starman. Yeah, we don't need it. It just fucking kicks off. Yeah. yeah. I also do kind of like... It's, as much as it makes absolutely zero sense, it is funny to me that when you see, like, the duck planet, it is shaped like an egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, is there, like, so, with that, though, is there cataclysmic event the world hatching? What comes out? Oh, that's, the, that's you know, Duck Thulu. <laughs> <laughs> Duckzilla. Ooh. Oh, Duckzilla's a good one. 
So Howard lands in our world and is immediately attacked by everyone who meets him uh, while the 80s is fuck soundtrack kicks in. Uh, this is culminates with Howard getting slapped into a metal barrel uh, at which point the song ends. No, no, there's a bit more to this. There's a bit no, where there's like a whole thing where yeah, he's getting like attacked do, by every cunt that meets yeah, him. Yeah, remember like yeah, they pick him up and they take him into the nightclub, right? That, yeah. Uh, and then the bouncer grabs him and says, "I know a child in a costume." Me, yeah. Then he just fucking and he he chucks what he thinks is a child literally out the door. Yeah, and into the metal <laughs> barrel. <laughs> now he lands on a trolley and that's where the homeless woman is and she's screaming at him and then he runs into a couple making out and then he touches the girl oh yeah and, and she slaps him uh because he's a little pervert uh, oh yeah Howard the Duck's a piece of shit throughout this movie <laughs> and that's he when he's a real piece of shit that's when he eventually just kind of runs away and finds the barrel but yeah no, that... he gets launched into the barrel and then just closes it no 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 him. he gets launched into the homeless woman yeah and then launched into the barrel no no because after the homeless woman he runs into the, the couple making out yeah who fucking kicks him no he yeah. and he goes flying uh huh into the barrel. Yeah, but the bouncer... And then he yes. fucking hang me, it. Yes, but you said the bouncer chucks him in there. The bouncer does not. No, the bouncer doesn't. No, but yeah. he does get chucked into the yes, barrel. Yes, but By like, the uh, woman. But this bouncer, he just picks up what he thinks is a child. And fucking, th- like, <laughs> full-on, like, football tosses it. Like, just fucking, you. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna... He, he's okay with killing kids, you know, so... 100%. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> oh. So, Leah Thompson... His character is now leaving the bar having performed her show. Yeah, she's in the band Cherry Bomb. Yep, and then immediately gets assaulted by a couple of punks who saw our show. <laughs> this is when Howard then jumps up the, out of the barrel to save the day. We get a short fight scene. I know Duck Foo or Quack Foo. Or the Quack fuck Foo, it. he calls it. Fucking Quack Foo. There, there's so many potential jokes there that just went on the cutting room floor. So the, the guy that voices Howard the Duck, right? I looked him up because I wanted to see if he was in anything I've seen. He has been yeah. in one movie I've seen, and it's kind of hilarious, but just the juxtaposition of the two fucking movies he's in, right? He's in Howard the Duck, but he's also <laughs> one of the passengers in United 93. What the fuck? <laughs> the fucking 9-11 movie. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not laughing at 9-11, but I do, but you know. We're not <laughs> what the 9/11. fuck is that? Wait, <sighs> so the guy that voices Howard the Duck... Mm-hmm. Is in United ninety three. Yes. <laughs> I'm fucking speechless. Uh, I'm fucking speechless. Joe's was the last thing to be filmed on top of the World Trade Center. Spider Man. <laughs> the video for Rolling by Limp Biscuit. What the fuck? They went out in style. <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 That's where the what in that song comes from. They saw the plane coming in. What? <laughs> so so Howard saves the day Leah Thompson is understandably a little bit freaked out considering she's just been saved from a potential assault by a fucking duck so, do you not think that the punks in this movie kind of look like fucking Robocop punks see I was thinking they look like the punks from Terminator mm-hmm. although they are a very similar breed of punk yeah, <laughs> uh, and that they are you know 80s movie punks and that it's all chains and neon oh fuck me man I used to get that Robocop game that's it oh, it looks so oh, fucking good didn't yeah. it I'm probably going to play it on stream at some point mm. but you know these fucking Robocop they look like Robocop 3 punks I've not seen the third one I've only seen the uh, one and two uh, the third one they go a bit more cartoony uh, yeah that's... wasn't the cartoon out by that point 
I could not tell you. But, you know, Robocop 3 is more cartoony. We'll get to Robocop eventually. Those movies. Did you ever play the Robocop game on uh, Sega Mega Drive? No, I did play the one on Xbox, though. The Mega Drive one was fucking class. Robocop versus Terminator. Yeah, it was really fucking good. But no, we're not talking about Robocop. We're talking about Howard the Duck. And it wasn't wasn't there a Howard the Duck game as well? I can't remember. Probably. Um, So Thompson's character goes to leave after a name's Beverly. We find that out later. So Thompson's character goes to leave after what is I would say is a pretty shit fight scene. And the soundtrack is so unbelievably on the nose at this point. I thought point. that like, I was thinking that too. It's like, it's like a fucking musical almost. They're right? walking like, outside, it's raining in the- <laughs> It's like the songs you used to sing when you were like a toddler, when you were just like, I'm going outside, I'm going to get ice cream, such a fucking good day. And uh, yeah, I was swearing at the age of three. And uh, <laughs> sure. Yes. It's, it's literally it's like those songs though you used to just make up off the top of your head when you were a fucking kid like yeah, it's just yeah. it's so it's like almost Team America-esque like <laughs> like that fucking kind of thing mm. <laughs> now you're walking to the bar like what the fuck <laughs> like, yeah so anyway eventually Thompson seems to be taking this extraordinarily well uh, as she takes Howard home to her place and then introduces herself as Beverly. Oh, yeah, they also establish that they're in Cleveland. Yes. Fucking... Which he pronounces as Cleveland. Oh, yeah, I mean... Well, Which is, yeah, fair. Cleveland it had some good punk bands back in the day. It really uh, fucking did, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some right now off the top of my head. The Dead Boys. <laughs> that's That was the first one that cut to mind, um, the Dead Boys. That's about all I can think of. I'm sure there's more. <laughs> but I know they had a good punk scene. The Dead Boys are shit hot, though. Dead Boys are shit hot. Uh, what's it called? Ain't It Fun's really fucking good. Oh, yeah. Such fun! <laughs> Such fun! Uh, Guns of Rose did a cover of that. That was, it was a fucking good cover. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cleveland's fucking show. Um, <laughs> I like. I love your method of just like this town has this really good thing. Shite hole. <laughs> I haven't been to Cleveland, but I've been to Ohio. But you know. Yeah. Uh, fucking Ohioan. Uh, all I can really, all I can really equate Cleveland with is, is with its sports teams. So uh, uh, who they got? The Browns. The Browns. Fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, they're not called the Indians anymore. The Guardians. There we go. And they push. Baseball team. Um, the and they quite, quite shite, they now? Uh, yeah, well, the World Series has just finished, I think, so they weren't in it. So. Yeah, they were <laughs> shit. Yeah. Absolute shit. The Guardians. Ooh. Which is a better name, I have to say, right? Oh, yeah. It's Much be- better name. No, no, it's a better name than what uh, the fucking Washington baseball team switched their name to. The Washington... Um, football team switched their name to right what did they, they change their name to so they were called they changed it twice so they were called the Redskins yes right? which is not okay not anymore but it was fine at the time so now they it's still, it wasn't okay at the time <laughs> times change but so, so uh, the, they changed their name to the Washington football team shite and then that only lasted a season though uh, so you can actually find like uh, you know people selling like you know like Washington, Washington football, football team jerseys. yeah and they get a little bit of money for that because now I guess it's going to be collector's items so then they because it was it. only on for a season so that'll be like super rare uh, in years to come then they changed it to the commanders which is what it still is so people call them the commies uh, <laughs> wait wait hold on a second the colors so they went from the reds to the commies uh, and their colors yeah, I mean the colors are red so that's fucking hilarious and there's talk that they might be changing their name again. So I'm just sitting there like... Yeah, because they're getting called commies. Well, you know. Somebody was saying they should call themselves the Warthogs. I was like, that would be kind of cool, but, you know. But nah, uh, so keep it to the commies. Embrace it. 
It's America. It's the Washington DC team. They're not going to call themselves the commies. Do it. It'll be funny. <laughs> It'll be funny as fuck. Yeah. Do it, you fucking cowards. So, anyway, <laughs> Beverly takes Howard home, and Howard just straight up has a PTSD flashback. This is it. Her, her apartment building is kind of cool. Kinda, yeah, it's a cool bit of set design. This is something about 1980s. This is something about movies and general TV shows where it's like they have this huge living space, and it's like, that's not going to be easy to pay off nowadays it's like the flats they have in friends r.i.p matthew perry but it's like the flats yeah. they have in fucking friends where it's like nobody's gonna be uh they're not, yeah, gonna be not able a to single fucking shit. one of them would have been able to although there is a line in the very first episode where they do explain what do they say it's rent controlled or some shit it's exactly what they say all right so it's like uh, okay fair enough. not only is it rent controlled there's a line from i so this is so fucking sad that i know this but like my mum was like obsessed with friends still is to this day so like every single day when I came home from school it would be chant. it would be E4 yeah you just walk in the door and you hear yeah and I'm just kind of sat there like I need to do my fucking homework and now I'm listening to this shit fucking someone kill me but uh <laughs> oh, my sister used to be obsessed with friends as well <laughs> fuck that shit uh, but anyway there's like a line right in the very first episode where, like, Joey's been introduced to Monica and she's talking about the flat and she says, oh yeah, it's rent controlled, so if anyone ah, so if anyone asks, I'm a 96 year, I am my 96 year old grandmother called Ethel. Alright, cool. So, throughout the entire series, Monica is committing fraud. I mean, we rent controlled the flat, <laughs> we, we essentially made our flat rent controlled by, by not, threatening the landlord. Aye, by saying like, we're not going to pay anything unless you, uh, and we're not going to pay any more unless you fix the place up, and he never did, because he was a cheapskate, so we just... Yeah, so you just paid your flat rate. Uh-huh. Which is great. <laughs> that was great for a flat with no central heating, we've got fucking freezing in the winters, we just warmed ourselves up yeah. with booze. <laughs> You were, straight, you were straight up living you were like even though you were in Glasgow in like 2010s you were living in depression era New York throughout the winter no no we had a toilet inside it was fine <laughs> <laughs> we had hot water <laughs> but you know uh, yeah I mean we just warmed ourselves up with alcohol Eating boiled pigeon like <laughs> pigeon's nice but uh, pigeon we, is nice, we, yeah. we, we we warmed ourselves up with alcohol and uh, cigarettes and other things joints and I was going to leave it at other things and uh, quite well you're ahead you degenerate bastard I mean your body but your body temperature rises when you take other things moving on <laughs> <laughs> once again quite well you're ahead you degenerate bastard mm-hmm. so a truck passes by the flat and Howard has a straight up like PTSD flashback from being sucked through the wormhole and it's never addressed again in the entirety of the movie you think maybe like whenever like he's in like a big like in like a particularly bumpy car ride or something like that he would be like fucking panicking or this is going to be like a character flaw going forward not a character flaw a character like thing going forward right but no this is the one and only time it happens yeah well you know and it's played for fucking laughs but uh Howard goes through his quote unquote tragic backstory uh which is basically just I tried to be an artist I fucked it. Now I work in advertising. Basically, he's uh, that's that's it. Basically, he's Jason Bateman's character from Juno. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> except he's not trying to fuck a a minor, a sixteen-year-old. Well, how old's Beverly supposed to be in her twenties? Yeah. All right, that's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, 
but basically he has Jason Bateman's character from Juno except where, he's not trying to fuck a minor uh, but you, his backstory is similar almost identical uh, where he was in a punk band and uh, opened for the I've, I don't know why I remember this but in Juno he was like oh yeah we opened for the Melvins I was like oh <laughs> the Melvins sweet. who the fuck are the Melvins you don't know the Melvins Melvins are fucking class no wait is that a real band yeah I thought that was just like a piss take for the movie no the Melvins are really good <laughs> what, what, um, would I know any other tunes Night Goat um, no nah. History of, of Bad Men I need to listen to that because that sounds familiar uh, what else did they do Honey Bucket oh fuck yeah yeah, yeah. alright yeah, there they, we go Houdini is a good album Lysol oh he's fucking good shit mad so after he's done talking about his quote unquote tragic backstory he falls asleep uh, Beverly tucks him in and then proceeds to rifle through his wallet I used to fall asleep with this what a prick well. I used to fall asleep with this all the time as well you... what, on a windowsill no like uh, you know how you know how like yeah, you're just like oh I'm just gonna lie you know it usually only ever happened if I was drinking but like I would be oh, yeah, so, I'd... oh I'm just gonna have a wee lie down occasionally I'd wake up in the flat on the sofa and like the, um, a mysterious blanket would just have appeared and be like <laughs> I did wake up once in the process of somebody putting the blanket on and apparently I scared the shit out of them <laughs> Because apparently I woke up, I don't really remember doing this, but apparently I woke up and was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> She's just sitting there being like, well, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying to help you out, you ungrateful prick. <laughs> I had a bottle of tequila on the floor, but yeah, you know. Yeah, she rifles through his fucking wallet. Yeah, what, what an asshole. Uh, sees so, photos of him with... Uh, she, she then and goes through finding various duck-themed credit cards. She finds photo of him with his parents. Photo of him with a couple of, I'm assuming, models or like backing singers from his band days, mm-hmm. as well as an unwrapped, unused, probably dried out condom. Or would it be, would it be worse if it was used? You just stuck it back in for. Much a, worse! He just sticks it back in for uh, repeated use. I'm gonna fucking throw up if you ever <laughs> even think about that shit again. That is fucking rank rotten. I uh, not I, I'm not gonna say I did anything like that, but um, oh for fuck's sake! But one time I went, uh, one time um, an acquaintance of ours uh, left. You know, they they went to the bathroom and they had their wallet there, and I had heard that they kept a uh, like a condom in their wallet, right? So I wanted to see if this was true, and it was. So I thought it'd be hilarious, right? I had uh, recently had some fucking instant noodles that day, instant ramen that day, but I had used a different seasoning. <laughs> so I replaced his fucking condom with a unopened seasoning packet from a ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't heard anything about it, so I don't know if you ever. What the fuck? <laughs> so I don't know if you ever heard, but I just like to imagine being like. About to go down, and then he's just yeah. He just opens it up, and it's just powder just poof, everywhere. And it's like, Jesus fuck! How old was that condom? <laughs> I don't remember these condoms being chicken flavored. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so the next day, Beverly then takes Howard in a fucking bin bag mm. to go and see a scientist played by none other than Tim Robbins. Now, Tim Robbins in this movie. Is it bad is the only things I have seen? Unhinged him? as fuck. Yeah, it's like he did like one take and then the director just told him not to tone it down a bit. He's yeah, just... he just kept fucking going. And every scene he's in, he is absolutely fucking mental. 
and I love him. All right, well, I'm going to say right now, I found it really fucking annoying, but yeah, sure. Oh, it's so funny. Um, it's funny as fuck, man. The only two things I've seen Tim Robbins in, right, is uh, Shawshank and fucking Jacob's Ladder, right? You've seen Tenacious D? I have not seen Tenacious D. Have you not? No. Fuck, we need to watch that at some point. I have not seen Tenacious D, and for ages, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. And I was sitting there, I was like, surely I've seen something else with him in it, but no, I only saw his fucking puppet in Team America, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, anyway, Tim Robbins in this movie, fucking unhinged. His character's introduced to us as Phil. Phil then attempts to speak duck. Yeah. Which he does a few times throughout the movie, in which he basically just goes... He does that. Howard. He does that thing that British tourists do whenever they go to a foreign country as well. Is like me, Phil, you, <laughs> Howard. Do you do chips? <laughs> Mommy, we're in fucking Spain. Fuck off. We do empanadas. <laughs> we do empanadas and revolution. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Catalonia. <laughs> Fuck I, yeah. I want to go back. I do feel like oh, if I ever went back to Barcelona, I'd probably die, but you know. Probably, considering how fucking well the first time went. I mean, I survived, so that was pretty well. Yeah, barely. <laughs> there, <laughs> are so many, there are so many stories from that thing, which from that fucking holiday, which should realistically result in your death. I would like to do just a Twitch stream at some point. People ask me about shit, and I would just be like, I would just tell what I used to do in Barcelona, and just not just in Barcelona, just in life. Just go through, like, uh, like start start from the Frosty Jack story, and just work your way down. <laughs> that would be hilarious, or just really depressing. I feel like it would be. I feel like it would be similar to the movie Precious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it's so fucking depressing that it becomes the comedy film of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. For those who aren't sure, this is, I'm, I'm kind. I'm. There's a great uh, Bill Burr bit where he talks about that movie, mm. and he talks about like him laughing at it. Yeah, yeah. And like his wife's reaction and stuff, but like, yeah. There's some films are that they're just they're so fucking horrible that they wrap back around to just being fucking all you can do is laugh. But oh my god, just that's what I feel like that stream would be. It would just be like just this. Oh, here's about the time that I almost no no. You know what it would be? It wouldn't be like the movie Precious. It would be fucking ah shit. Not fear and loathing. No. Ah. Junkies playing fucking piggy in the middle with a fucking gun. Oh, Requiem for a Dream. Thank you. <laughs> None of us... <laughs> right, for, right, right. I would, I would just like to make this clear, right? <laughs> just like to make this clear. He's never done heroin. Out of the out of the big three drugs, I haven't I haven't done two of them. So <laughs> which, which are the two? Uh, meth and heroin. <laughs> just the idea of you going through... All of the just doing a full stream where it's just like a story time of just going through various different like states of degeneracy up until today and just fielding questions from the the viewers. Also, right back to the movie, right? Oh, right, we're back. Okay, I back can stand to the, up now. back so to the anyway, movie. So no, 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 back Beverly's to the movie. Taking in a bin bag to go and see Tim Robbins at this this point. He tries to speak duck to her before eventually asking Howard if he has an array of superpowers. Yeah. 
I but fucking hate this whole scene. Specifically says, is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a duck. So does Superman exist in this well, world? This, this, but this is going to be a little bit of a... Of a there's also there is also like Superman does also get referenced in later Marvel films as well. Yeah, but in in the in next in next week's episode, The Punisher, right? Yeah. There's a there's a similar line where um, Punisher's getting strung up, he's getting tortured, right? And somebody says, "Who sent you?" Do his reply? Do you remember what his reply was? Actually, you haven't seen that yet. But do you remember what his reply is? Not yet. No. Batman. Huh. And then in the Eternals, they mention Superman as well. They do, yeah. So wait, you've seen the Eternals? I've seen bits of it. Oh shit! I haven't seen any of it. It's fucking boring. <laughs> That's why I haven't seen it. It looks uh, so fucking boring. Yeah, it's fucking boring. But um, yeah, it mentions Bird of the Plane, Superman. You know, so I guess in the Marvel world, DC's comic books are. Yeah, I mean, it also gets referenced in the first uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Oh. Aunt May says to him, "You're not Superman, you know." Oh, right. Well, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So anyway, moving on. Uh, Howard and Beverly eventually learn that Phil is not a full-fledged scientist, but what Howard describes as a janitor, and what Phil says is a lab assistant. Well, yeah, Two very different jobs. I mean, he has been asked to clean up some kid's fucking puke. Yeah, so he's a fucking janitor. But I would have thought that Beverly would have known he's not an actual scientist. Yeah, considering she knows him fairly well. Fair, uh, well, let's be honest, right? How well do you know your pal's on-and-off boyfriend-girlfriend? Well enough to know what their fucking job is. Oh, I suppose. I just that's like one of the first things you ask when you meet a new person. I guess like, I yeah, just never ask. I just never ask these questions. I guess. Yeah, it's because you're a fucking you know antisocial degenerate. I'm social as fuck. That's why I became a degenerate. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> so how about Be- Everly leave the museum and Howard goes into this big fucking tirade? basically telling everyone to leave him the fuck alone. Although, sorry, I should mention the previous scene, we get a bit of exposition from Phil yeah, yeah. explaining his theory, right? His theory, which most film goers and people watching the film would have fucking put together by now. Yeah, but this, leads, Howard to, himself but this leads to like, our theory about who the fuck... This leads to the argument of who the fuck was this movie made for, because uh, I guess kids wouldn't have figured that out. Yeah, but kids also wouldn't be laughing at half of the fucking jokes in this movie. I, know, I mean, I let's be honest, adults won't be laughing at half the fucking jokes in this movie. He does, call, he does call the caveman duck a duck magnon, though, or a crow duck non, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Was, so it's kind of funny. But um, he, although Howard so does say, Howard does say, though, and it, this annoyed me for some reason, he does say, though, he's like, yeah. any school duck would have known that. Can't you just say duckling? Yeah. Well, I suppose duckling would be like a baby. Yeah. Whereas a school duck would have been like an adolescent. Any school duckling could have known that. <sighs> yeah, you crusty little fucker. Anyway, so we get this scene where he's going through like the evolution of man and saying, I think Howard comes from a planet where rather than evolving from apes, they evolved from ducks. Okay. Doesn't the that's, that narration... sentence sums up the entire scene? No, the narration doesn't come back here. Well, no, the opening narration doesn't it mention that though. I can't remember. I can't remember either. The opening narration didn't really say much of anything, to be honest, I don't think. The, the opening narration says fuck all until it just screams the title of the movie at you. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck. <sighs> fuck you, movie. Anyway, so Howard and Beverly have this big fucking argument in which he starts calling everyone hairless apes, which is, like, fair. It's what we are. Mm. Uh, 
He then essentially tells Beverly to fuck off from when she came. This is in the film. The film treats this as though it's a breakup scene. They've only known each other for like two hours. But up until this point, yeah, they've all, they've only known each other for like a day at most. Yeah, if even that. And yet, like the way that it's acted by Leah Thompson, the way that it's shot and as a whole, and the soundtrack as well, makes it seem like it's this big emotional breakup, and you should feel so sorry for uh, for fucking Beverly who's being pushed away by this wee fucking mother ducker. And it's just so fucking bad. Uh, he tried, he does, I, I did think this was kind of funny though, where after this he Howard goes, goes like, to the job centre. Yeah. <laughs> Howard's on the dole. <laughs> and, the, although I will say, right, although this is an extreme example of how one gets treated in the job centre, <laughs> I can say from personal experience, the feeling is still the same. <laughs> I, must, I must just have like really good luck with who I get the you job fucking center, must but... do man because any time I've been in the job centre I've been treated like absolute dog shit and yeah. everyone that you've met at the job centre has been absolute sound as fuck I mean I don't yeah. know what it is man I don't know you're just a jammy bastard people like me I guess I don't know <laughs> oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> what uh, they think I'm a cunt nah they take pity on me I think <laughs> Take pity on you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, look at this poor soul. Look at this poor bastard. Yeah. But you know, he's at the job. Clearly, he needs a break. Just because you, you 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 look funny. You look... Just because you look controversial, you think that that <laughs> you can't get a job. Well, I'll find you a job. And it's like, yeah, hey, that's why I'm fucking here, hen. Cheers. You get a job in a brothel? No, it's a bathhouse. Is this what happens at bathhouses? Well, it's a, it's a fucking dodgy bathhouse in the arse end of Cleveland, so... <laughs> you know, put two and two together. Yeah. So, yeah, he's assigned to handing out towels and lotions at the bathhouse as well, and he's also called a water expert. He's a duck. Well, aye, but he's a duck that can swim, which yeah. we find out later. We find that out in this scene. <laughs> yeah, he then gets chucked into the fucking bath and told to unclog one of the water jets... And he pulls a pair of panties yeah, out for he gets, you. He gets told to unclog the water jets when the two people are still in there. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Very clearly fucking. Like, mm. Even gets on, he's like, oh, don't mind me. He then quits after one shift and throw, he then throws his boss into a mud bath and quits. <laughs> and this is another scene that I think is quite questionable, right? Right. Howard gets the bus home. And as he gets off at his yeah, stop, everyone starts, starts freaking, freaking out. out. Would they not have seen they, him when they're getting on the bus? Yeah, would they not have seen him when he gets on or when they're getting on as well? <laughs> like, would it not make more sense for him to get on the bus and every cunt to fucking get off at that stop immediately? No. Instead, they show him as he's getting off, everyone's like, oh. he even does the fucking, the whole fucking Italian flick of the chin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, fuck you. Yeah, Howard's, uh, Howard's surname is Ducarino. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, now there's one guy in the bus who I think oh, I thought was hilarious. It says the bus is driving off. It's like that's a duck, man. That's a duck, man. That's a duck. It's a duck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. There's just this guy hanging out the window of the bus, just going, "That's a duck, man. That's a duck." Last time I was on a bus like that, I was listening to this this guy got on the bus in Kamarnock at the courthouse. Oh fuck! And then uh, you know he sat behind me and he's on the phone to his pal. And he's like, "I mate, I'm facing three to five year, mate." And I'm, I, yeah, I didn't figure out what the fuck he did, but he, but he was trying to get money off people and shit. So I'm, I don't know. What I'm the assuming fuck. that would have been for bail. 
uh, maybe I don't know. Well, he's got bail. If he's gotten, if he's out, that means he probably got bail. No, if he's on the bus, walking about. The key point there being facing three to five. So uh, the trial's not over yet. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose. Ah well, whatever. I hope. I hope he, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> he phoned up his pal, right? He was like, "I'll meet you in. Like, I'll meet you in like a couple of hours, mate. I'm dying. I need to go to Welshman's. I'm fucking choking for a beer, mate." <laughs> Like, yes, here's your scum! <laughs> I've just been sentenced to three to five years in the jail. Let's have a fucking pint. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Although he's probably not going to have another pint for about three to five, so that's a fit. Oh, uh, you can make booze in prison. Aye, but is it worth having? A uh, flatmate of mine tried to make prison hooch, quote unquote. Moving on. It was so. <laughs> So he then watches the TV in the windows of one of the shops there and sees a report on it being duck hunting season. He starts freaking the fuck out, at which if you point can shoot a car 10 back. or 15 of these little fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> you can that, yeah. <laughs> a car then backfires, which sends him running, and eventually ends up at his old chair next to the venue where Beverly's and the, what are they called, the Cherry Bombs? Yeah, the Cherry Bombs. Are bomb. playing. Like the song, you know. That's a fucking good song. So we then hear a bunch of guys catcalling Beverly while she's on stage, which pisses off Howard, who then listens into their conversation. Turns out one of these fucking sleaze balls is the band's manager. Yeah, he's in a bunch of shit. He's in Spaceballs. That's who? It's just some guy, but you know, he wrote a bunch of shit as well. Yeah, he wrote um, Cool Runnings as well. He's a screen. Fuck off. And the guy in the middle, the one that with the with the cigarette, um, yeah. he's in Jurassic Park right at the start. He's the guy that finds the mosquito in the amber. And oh, that's cool. He's in Medium. And uh, the other guy, the long-faced one, Richie, he was the drummer in Sonic Youth for a bit. Fuck off! <laughs> so, I, I was looking at these guys like, why the fuck do these people have Wikipedia pages? That's <laughs> fucking um, mad! Yeah, he was the drummer in Sonic Youth for a bit. He only played in their first EP, but, you know, he was in there. Fair enough. Sonic Youth are fucking good. So, they are, yeah. So Howard then lights a cigar and threatens the manager. <laughs> the lads then pick Howard up and fucking skate him across the bar. Yeah. It's, although could it it's like been, someone begin, it's like someone being served a whiskey in an old western, you know, they just slide that yeah. across the bar. But it's they like do that. Have you seen the Jack Daniels adverts that we do that where the, the bartender does that? She goes to a glass door over and she's like, I always wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, um, I'll be honest, I worked in a bar for years, never once got the chance to do that. Uh, Fucking raging. When Cherry Bomb were performing, they're playing this like sort of ballad type song. Oh, yeah. She Halfway stops. through the tune, she just starts, she just goes, This is fucking depressing. And then plays another tune. I have seen something like that. I went to see uh, Paradise Lost, right? And they're kind of. They're quite, they're quite gothy. Yeah, um, so they, but they didn't stop playing the song. What happened was they finished it, and the guy was like, they're from Yorkshire, so they're very deadpan, right? So the guy was yeah. like, well, that was a bit depressing, wasn't it? Uh, how about some death metal? <laughs> and they started playing some of their older death metal stuff, so I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> so, you know, I had a great time. That'd have been a good gig. That, that show was good. That show was, uh, it was Catatonia. There was two openers. There was Catatonia, not the Welsh one, the Swedish one. Right. Uh, they were performing one of their albums because it was like their, uh, it was like it's four. It was the Welsh one are good though. Yeah, it was 2003. So I think, uh, well, no, the, the album came out in 2003. So I think it was their 10th anniversary of that album. Yeah. Uh, so they did that album full. Then Lacuna Coil came on, who I'm not too Holy crazy about. Holy fuck. I'm not too crazy about Lacuna Coil. But it was, uh, the gig was like the day. Don't Paradise Lost tour with them like almost constantly. No, they all the time. Or like they did back in the day, like they used to tour with each other quite frequently. I think they toured quite. They were on the same label at the time, so I think it was yeah. Something like that. 
So, after Howard has been skated across the bar, he then gets back up and is fucking raging. You can actually hear him, like, growling. And I know it's supposed to seem like this big, like, heroic moment, but I feel like because he's a duck, it's just fucking stupid. (laughs) And it's inexplicably funny. Because he's trying to look pure angry and raging, like, I'm going to fucking kick the hell out of you, but it's a fucking wee duck. Also, the guy that they've got to voice him, he doesn't have any, like, grit in his voice. He has, yeah, he has absolutely zero grit whatsoever. <laughs> he sounds like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> Saturday well, uh, morning. So he then goes up and beats up the whole gang, and then, and essentially, the manager goes to stab him with an ice pick. He manages to get the ice pick, the ice pick off the manager and stab it through his earring, mm-hmm. pinning him to the bar. Then he takes it on and he's going to stab him in the and eye. Then he says, and then he basically says, he's like, oh, nice, I noticed you don't have an earring on the other side. Would you like me to make the hole now? Basically threatening to stab him in the lug. Yeah. Fair enough. He then and gets the manager to pay up the money that he owes the band and then let the band out of their contract. So technically now the band are homeless. But that doesn't get us that that doesn't, that doesn't Yeah, about. that doesn't get talked about at all because <laughs> their digs were given Paid to them by him. the manager. Yeah. So he's just made the entire band homeless. Nobody seems to mind that though. Oh no, they, they all fucking love it. Uh, so well, Howard goes backstage to make amends with Beverly. In walks Phil, who once again attempts to speak duck. This time pulling a stupid fucking face while he does it. Uh, the scene culminates with Phil literally plucking a feather out from Howard's tail <laughs> and claiming that he is going to unravel the mystery of his arrival. Here's another thing about uh, Beverly's uh, relationship which I kind of figured out with Howard here that I thought was kind of weird yeah. during this scene. She speaks to him like he's a child. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Yeah. Which makes later scenes even creepier than they needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up the full this full fucking thing is just it's just nah right just fucking nah uh. anyway so Howard starts fucking about with a synth in uh, Beverly's apartment to which she then which causes her to suggest that Howard actually becomes their manager while undressing in front of him uh what the fuck well, it depends what you're going to say, what, what what the fuck about it. The full fucking thing! That he's a duck, and he's... The, yeah, the fact, and the fact that she's just casually being, like, fucking taking her, taking her fucking kit off. And he's sitting there fucking leering at her the full time. Yeah, right. And he even says, like, although I am beginning to appreciate the, the female form of humanity, or something like that is the word that he uses. Yeah. And it's like... Are you skeezy wee cunt? Like, what the f- I was trying to think of a clever duck pun and I couldn't be fucked with it, man. Fuck this movie. Doesn't it deserve puns? It's fucking disgusting. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I was trying to equate this to things that maybe it's, it's not kind of nice. Similar, that maybe similar that I've done, but like, you know. It's no. Or situations that I've been in, but I can't really say I've had any like this. And that's saying something. 
like because she goes to like she's she's she making out to make, like, she's like making it as though she's going to make a move on him right oh uh, she's like fucking, and he starts panicking oh uh, she's got she's essentially going to assault this boy <laughs> Ah, because he's continually saying like, "No, no, 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 thank you." Although no, I did, right. I did laugh when he did go. Please be gentle. <laughs> I did <laughs> laugh did, at that. That did get a chuckle out of me as well. But, uh, but you uh, know, yeah, because I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, uh, like what situations like this have I been in? I've been, in, I have a lot of friends. You've lived are, a life. I have a lot of friends that are women. Strange. Yeah, sure, women. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know, and I've but none of them have acted like they were gonna fuck me, you know, like that. If I wasn't, yeah. already, you know, so like it is a bit strange. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, no, no one likes it. He Even gets, Howard doesn't he fucking like no, it. No, he likes it. He gets aroused. Yeah, no, but he's still saying like, no, stop, don't. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't like it. He does the Zoidberg. <laughs> oh yeah, he does the Zoidberg thing with like the feathers <laughs> coming up. He's just like, oh sorry. Yeah, so you know. Uh... So the two eventually climb into bed together, right? And she says, "Oh, I was just fucking kidding," <laughs> right? And goes to give him a wee kiss and a wee peck in the beak, like to give him a wee kiss good night again. <laughs> Severely fucked up because one, it's a duck, and two, she's been talking to this cunt like he's a child for the duration of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? It's her favourite movie, Adventures and Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was going to say her favourite movie was, I can't remember the name of it, but was that my Netflix one that gets severely fucked up when it came out? The one about like the kid yeah, dancers. I, know what you're about. I don't know what's going on. I can't remember the name of the it's movie. Your favorite movie, Lolita. That's actually a pretty good movie, to be honest. My um, favorite movie is fucking Hard Candy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good movie too, actually. American Beauty. Good movie as well. <laughs> a lot of good movies about beasts. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> guess who enters at this point? Oh, oh God, yeah, Jesus, that's an accidental segue. Oh. Uh, so, so, Phil walks into Beverly's apartment with Dr. Walter Jenning, played by registered sex offender Jeffrey Jones. I was gonna that call is him, not a fucking joke, look it up. I was going to call him Jim Jeffries there, that's a different fucking guy. That's a totally different guy. <laughs> but no, Jeffrey Jones, who has well, appeared in numerous... Uh, films in the 80s and 90s probably, uh, probably most well known for Ferris Bueller's Day Off he's also the dad in Beetlejuice he has the dad in Beetlejuice as well yes he's in he is. Deadwood he's in Deadwood and returned for the Deadwood movie after his conviction mm, yeah. so eh, bit dodgy so Dr. Jennings then tells Howard that he can explain how Howard was brought to earth thus begins the exposition here is one thing I will say though go on Jeffrey Jones, absolute fucking beast. Disgusting. He's pretty good in this movie, though. He's good in this movie, but also he's playing <laughs> a creep in this movie. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's a weird instance of, like, how much of this, because he's just playing a, like, creepy bastard. And how much of this is effective? How much is this? How much of this is him, and how much of it is the pedophile demon uh. <laughs> that lurks in his soul? <laughs> but, like... No, but gen- no, how much of this is a genuinely good performance and how much of this is just being creeped out because you know what that cunt is? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Cause, like, because if I was to watch this like, and try to watch this without knowing what this cunt had done, 
because he doesn't come across because when he does start being creepy it's almost cartoonishly creepy but again because we know what the cunt did alright you're cartoonishly creepy pedo aye <laughs> because we know what the cunt did it turns around from being cartoonishly creepy to this guy's actually a monster like he is a he is a horrible horrible person so they learned that it may be possible for them to send Howard back home uh, Phil delivers a hilarious short speech in the van talking about how like uh, like various different discoverers like you know Jacques Cousteau had the whales and such and such had it and like Darwin had his turtles and all that I have a duck and it's like <laughs> claiming that he's going to be some big fucking somebody later on down the line I'm going to be very honest it was at this point I, I checked out <laughs> I'm surprised you lasted this long, mate. I, the only reason I was still paying attention was because I was writing the shit down. Mm. This is the second time I've watched this movie, so my eyes yeah. So, while this is happening, Howard talks to Bev in the back of the van, having a wee a goodbye discussion, right? They get to the lab, and something in there has set off several alarms. Yeah, I did think it was kind of funny, though, when they opened up the door. And they the open the door, and the guy just goes, MY EYES! <laughs> and he's like, we should not be meddling in... <laughs> Yeah. we had no right to tamper with the universe is his line <laughs> now here's the thing right this isn't supposed to be funny but we live in a post Spongebob world so if you stick a scientist in me that's in front of me that's screaming my eyes I'm immediately going to flash back to the fucking bald 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 mm, yeah. I'm immediately going to flash back to Spongebob Squarepants and subsequently pish myself laughing but then like uh, I did think it was also funny when they're walking you know they're entering the room Tim Robbins is like is that guy okay? <laughs> no he's fucking dead. Yeah. It's gonna be no this is where this movie turns into like Chernobyl. Yeah so the police <laughs> then get involved and Howard gets arrested. Uh, that cop guy that detective the main detective guy yeah, that comes yeah. in he is Paul Gilfoyle and uh-huh. you would probably know him if you had watched an ungodly amount of CSI like I have back oh, in the yeah. day. He's one of the, the cops in the, the Vegas version of it, in the original. You He's, watched a fuck ton of CSI, man. Uh, CSI, Law and Order, that was all the good shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the police get involved and Howard gets arrested. Uh, he manages to escape with Beverly and the two hide in the lab. Uh, the two then bump into Dr. Jennings, who is visibly shook by the laser malfunction. Uh, the three begin their escape from the lab, crashing through the gate. Uh, Dr. Jennings then starts talking about how he saw something and an evil has landed. The world is in great danger. This leads to what I consider to be a genuinely funny line from Beverly. Like, this got an actual laugh out of me. Uh, Jennings says, it feels like something inside me, gnawing at my guts. What's wrong with me? To which Beverly Beverly replies, why? What did you have for lunch? Mm. (laughs) And again, it's a stupid fucking joke, but by God, it made me laugh. Yeah, Leah Thompson is the, right. So the the guy that created her doc, Steve Gerber, he he yeah, he was talking about this movie. He doesn't like this movie, but he says that her performance is like the only thing he really likes in it. Which is fair enough. Leah Thompson <laughs> does put in a good performance throughout this movie. Uh-huh. Admittedly, most of her lines are fucking horrendous. Like it's not a well written movie by any stretch of the imagination. But she does it with conviction. But yeah, she she does well with what she has. Yeah, she's like, uh, that's probably a really bad thing to say, but she's like, uh, she's like Clint Howard, <laughs> Ron Howard's brother. Every line he, Jesus Christ. every line he gives, you believe him. Yeah. Well, these are some really cute, startled chickens. You know, he's, he's fucking good. God damn it, man. I've never seen such spooked chickens. Clint Howard, man, what a fucking legend. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. 
Yeah. Fucking Ice Cream Man. Uh, Hell yeah. I hate that movie. <laughs> I fucking love it. Although, to be fair, I did watch it as a kid. So, like, there's a certain level of, like, nostalgia bait in there because I remember picking... Because I remember it being in, like, Blockbuster all the time and eventually picking it up and watching it and being like, this is the fucking best shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm. But anyway, the... Jenny, this, it's at this point that Jenny begins to visibly transform. You see, like, his jawline becomes more... His cheekbones become more, like pronounced it's like a skull his, gonna pop uh, over his, his actual, fucking head yeah his uh, cheeks start to sink in a little bit he gets bags under his eyes is he doing this voice as well or is I think he's actually doing yeah. the voice yeah. yeah he's putting on a weird sort of uh, the three stop at a diner and he Jennings sound- starts acting like a fucking maniac he does sound like he's doing like a black metal vocal thing he does a little bit yeah did you get the, the name of this uh, restaurant the name of the diner no it's like sushi something yeah Cajun sushi Cajun su- yeah that actually sounds kind of nice, I'm not going to lie. But uh, yeah, the three stop at a diner, at which point Jennings is acting like a fucking maniac. Uh, he said he's no longer Jennings, but one of the dark overlords of the universe. Also, oh, here's, one, a fucking mouthful, here's one thing I want to mention about, it is Cajun sushi, right? But here's something that, go you on. know, I can, you know, Midwest minds go fuck yourselves, right? I learned this from being in the Midwest. You never get sushi in the Midwest. No. You never get the fish in the Midwest. You know, you don't eat seafood in the Midwest. You don't eat seafood in a landlocked place. You don't know where that shit came from or how long yeah. it's been there for. You can have Chinese food, although I did have Chinese food in South Dakota once, worst fucking thing I've ever had. But uh, <laughs> okay, I did have some pretty decent Mexican food though in Minnesota. So go figure. That's so, weird. So go figure. You know. But, why, why? What the fuck? Do you know where I had the best Mexican food though? New York. No. Ah, uh, where? Fucking, <laughs> fucking Frankfurt in Germany. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me how to explain this, but it was good. <laughs> That's so weird. Mm, had the best Thai food there as well. Fuck yeah, Germany. <laughs> yeah, you're making amends. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we then get even more exposition, which Howard and Beverly do not believe. Uh, they think that Jennings has just simply gone insane. He's one of the dark overlords. Yeah, uh, until Jennings' eyes begin to glow and he causes the ketchup and mustard bottles to fucking blow up. I didn't know Heinz made mustard. Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. Huh. Heinz make all sorts of shit. Hmm. Uh, so we then get a fight breaking out in the diner. Oh, this happens all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, this happens all the time. It's fine. Which turns into a full-scale fucking riot as all the patrons grab Howard. Uh, Beverly attempts to break up the fight by screaming, he's my boyfriend. Is the joke here that the Chinese restaurants will just serve anything? I don't know. Because there was Because they a... do attempt to, like, just cook him. Yeah, they, they're going to eat him. What do you think Howard tastes like? Do you think he just tastes like duck? duck? Or Well, well, here's what I'm getting at, right? Because we t- apparently taste like pork, and apparently monkeys do not. So... Huh. Yeah. I don't oh, know. I don't know, yeah. I would say but, I mean I would say it tastes like duck. I mean my sister when she went to university in Dundee, she took us to this Chinese restaurant and then like she phoned us like a month afterwards, like, Oh yeah, that Chinese I took you guys to, it got shut down. They were serving pigeon. <laughs> or seagull. Okay. Seagull. It was seagull. They were catching seagulls. Mad. And then serving them as chicken. But you know, I don't know. Weird shit. Yeah, so Beverly breaks up the fight by screaming, he's my boyfriend. They always could be like, that's disgusting. I was going to say, everyone in the bar reacts appropriately as they all stop dead. There's a moment of silence and then someone just says, 
That's disgusting! And then he proceeded to continue kicking yeah, fucking Howard. Yeah, that's, that's the thing I want to wonder. Why do the police want Howard? Shouldn't they be going after fucking Beverly for zoophilia? Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, that's who they should be going after. Yeah, some states it's not illegal to do that. So Let's not talk about that. Jennings then proceeds to go what I can only describe as fucking Super Saiyan mm. uh, when he realises that one of the patrons has the code key for the big laser thing that's going to send him home. Yeah. He starts setting the diner on fire and just generally wrecking the joint. Basically, they do a shite version of Carrie. Yeah, it's a really shit version of Carrie, though. Like, really shit. <laughs> uh, the two try to sneak out in the chaos, but Jenning catches them. Uh, Jenning then gets the code key from Howard, uh, grabs Beverly, and makes his way to the lab to activate the laser and bring down the other dark overlords. Jennings then reveals that he took Beverly because the Dark Overlords cannot exist on Earth unless they grow inside a human body. He then starts moaning about how he needs energy and jams his tongue into a cigarette lighter. Oh, you're underplaying it. You fucking... Uh... <laughs> he grows this massive fucking thing out his face. It's like a tentacle, it's like comes tentacle tongue comes out his mouth and just keeps growing and growing and growing and it's then like, sticks itself in the cigarette lighter. It's like hentai mixed with alien. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looked pretty good, though. <laughs> I'll give it that. Uh, Howard then is sort of on the outskirts of the, the diner. He finds Phil in a police car, breaks out Phil out, and the two begin fixing up what I can only describe as a rudimentary helicopter. It's a... Um, to take them no, to the it's, lab. It's a... It's a specific type of flying machine. Yeah, you I can't see them, you see them down here. You see them down here quite a lot. They fly on the beach quite a lot. Yeah. Um... I can't remember they are. It's like these little... Pl- they're not exactly planes, but they've got, like, glider shit on them, and they've got that weird little engine turbine thing in the back. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're called. Either way, the shit looks ridiculous. Meanwhile, Jennings makes his way to a nuclear power plant to absorb the power from the generator. <laughs> yeah, Beverly's tied up in the back of the truck. She's not the first woman to be tied up in the back of that fucking truck. Nope. <laughs> so then... This is a bit where this is where we get to the bit that we were talking about right at the beginning of the episode, right? So while they're making their way flying and there's a there's a line from Howard when they're flying past these duck hunters and they're basically flying super low in order to cause them to like dive off the boats and like, you know, fucking mess up their hunting season. And Howard starts saying Tora 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 and Banzai. <laughs> so, that implies the existence of World War Two on the Duck Planet. So, I mean, the Holocaust happened as well. So, yeah, does that mean, like, so do we have, like, you know, like, does their history directly parallel was like as it does everything that happened here happen over there but just to ducks do jewish ducks over there have a little black bit in their head yeah do they have like <laughs> black like black feathers <laughs> in the back of their head <laughs> <laughs> the yama duck <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah, so did we have like duck nazis duck soviets duck atomic bombs <laughs> like do the ducks have nuclear capability? How did World War Two end in the duck world? Who won? Although, although Howard does say like there's a saying on my planet, if if God wanted to fly, he wouldn't have taken away our wings. So, but that because but that's when he they bring out that little plane thing. So, do they not yeah, yeah. have flight in their fucking world? Do they not just 
do planes? Well, no, because that's that's a play on the saying over here to people that people often are quoted by. People are afraid of flight. Often mm. say, if God wanted us to fly, He'd have given us wings. Uh. It's a parody of that same flight. So you can assume that they have like planes and stuff over there. Mm. <laughs> for like you know to get from one duck country to another duck country. Oh man! But like, if there's a duck world, what? That's that just confused the fuck out of me. Now I'm just picturing the fucking DNA. The, not only that, does that mean there was a duck World War One? Yeah. Was there an arch duck Franz Ferdinand? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm just, now I'm just picturing the fucking D-Day scene from Saving Private Ryan, but, but with ducks. ducks. <laughs> oh, if you want a version of that, just you should play uh, fucking Conker's Bad Fur Day on the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a piss take of Saving Private Ryan, and it's all squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. They also did a piss take of The Matrix and Alien, and that, that game was all over the fucking place. Mm. It was fun though. So I will say at this point that the makeup on Jennings is pretty cool, as each time we see him, he gets a little bit more monstrous. A little <laughs> bit more like his true self. Everybody keeps asking if he needs a cup of coffee, so he just looks drunk to them, apparently. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently, drunk people start to look like fucking skeletons after a wee while. Uh, Jenning is held up at a checkpoint, at which point he uses his powers to straight up murder, like, a whole bunch of people, and, like, blow up cars and shit. He just causes all sorts of fucking havoc. Technically, the, their trucks should have blown up as well, because he's blown up the roll cars in front of him. Yeah, so, like, realistically, all... that should have been a chain of explosions that ended with if, them dying. I mean, if their truck didn't blow up, there, there'd be shrapnel going through the windows and shit. And... Yeah, yeah, they're both fucked. Also, he, uh, you know, he's getting energy from, like, a nuclear power station. So he comes out, he's going to be nuclear. He comes out, he's glowing red, yes. Basically, at the end of this movie, Beverly has cancer. Beverly's going to have, like, two mastectomies and then just fucking die anyway, so, you know. (laughs) There's a song on one of of those Smackdown vs. Raw games. It was was some rap song, I can't remember what it was, but there's one line, I can't even remember the name of the song, I don't know who it was by. But there's one line in it which is stuck with me, right? Rip your guts out like a hysterectomy. <laughs> you fucking what? <laughs> I just remember sitting there being like, huh? <laughs> you fucking what? I mean, there was another rap song in um in one of these in Saints Row Two where the only line I remember is like, your baby crying, pop 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 in its crib, and I'm like, what? What the fuck? What the fuck am I listening to? But you know. That's what, like a ninth trimester abortion? (laughs) (laughs) That might be the most fucked up thing I've said in this channel. Anyway. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, the police are trying to shoot down Howard and Phil, and they even manage to get a few good hits in. Uh, Phil, however, repairs the plane while they're in the air, and the two make their final run towards the laboratory. I do think it's kind of funny, though, when he's dangling off the fucking plane thing, he's like, I'm a hostage! <laughs> oh, yeah, he starts screaming, like, I'm a hostage, the duck's gone insane! He's, like, he trying climbs, to clear himself. He fixes it, then when he climbs back on the plane, he's like, good to be back! <laughs> good to have you back, Phil! Good to be back, Howard! Yeah. But he sounds pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, they walk into what I can only describe to be the laser room, uh, where Beverly is strapped to a table underneath the machine. The two leave the room to look for a weapon. They find the weapon and make their way back to the laser room. I'm skipping over a bunch of pointless shit here, 
Because it, they're re- it really is pointless. Like, I describe... Like, it's how the dock. I don't think anybody gives a fuck if you're like, skipping over the, like, shit. These two sentences, right? Walk into the laser room where Beverly's trapped to a table. They look for a weapon. They find the weapon, right? So that's like two sentences, if even that, right? That accounts for about a solid 15 minutes of screen time. Yeah, and they do... Uh, they, they this do, film uh, wastes so much fucking time. Uh, they lose... They find the the weapon and make their way back to the laser room. They immediately lose control of the vehicle that contains the la- the weapon, resulting in some hijinks, quote-unquote. Harry Potter uh, one, though. Yep, Howard then blasts Jenning with the weapon, resulting in, I call it a classic anime beam struggle, because it's very similar to that kind of thing. Also similar to, again, Big Trouble in Little China with the fucking mm. beams as well. Well, and, of course, Harry Potter with the... I think it's called, like, Priori and something. I don't fucking Can't know. Fucking he remember. just does uh, Expelliarmus, and the other one does fucking Avada Kedavra, and then they go boom. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Harry Potter series coming soon. No. <laughs> no, you said we'd do the fucking... Oh, well, we will eventually, but yeah. we've got a lot of shit on our yeah. plate. <laughs> I can say coming soon. That doesn't mean it's necessarily coming. <laughs> <laughs> or soon. Yeah, yeah. But Harry Potter series coming soon. No. Mm. <laughs> It's not coming. It's coming way in the future. Yeah, we've got so much shit to deal with. Stay tuned. Okay, so well, Howard emerges from the wreckage and discovers Jenning now free from the Dark Overlord. The pedophile demon is gone. I am free. I am cured. <laughs> no, just you're go, not. Just goes home. Fucking logs on. <laughs> <sighs> Clears the hard drive. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> the trio free Beverly from the, the table. Yep. <laughs> so they then free Beverly from the table, and we finally get to see what a dark overlord really looks like. And what looking. it really looks like is shitty stop motion. I thought it looked alright. It looks kind of like the uh, it looks like the alien at the very beginning of uh, Men in Black. Yes, it looks very similar to that. The design of the actual alien itself is great. The actual stop motion animation that's used pretty decent. The blending of the stop motion with the film itself. Oh, yeah, yeah that looks pretty bad. Fucking horrible. Yeah, the blend, and, like, like the creature is like lighter. And the creature is like lighter in shade. Than yes, the, and the lighting state for the creature is all wrong as well. Like, so it never, at any given time, it never looks like it's actually supposed to be in the scene it's in. Mm-hmm. Even when it's put up against an entirely CG background, it still looks like it shouldn't fucking be there. Mm hmm. Like, it's, it's so bad, and it's baffling, because we got this shit right back when Clash of the fucking Titans came out. To be fair, though, that was only, like, when did this come out in 86? This came out in 86. Clash of the Titans was the 60s. Clash of the Titans was 1980. The Harryhausen movie. Yeah, it was 1980. Was it 1980? I thought oh. it was 60s. What the fuck am I thinking of then? Jason and the Argonauts. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm. The skeleton battle and Jason yeah. and the Argonauts. That's what I'm thinking. Sorry, I fucked that up. So, we got this right back in Jason and the Argonauts. With the skeleton battle, and that's blended. Don't get me wrong, it's the 60s. It doesn't look perfect, but it looks better than this shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's like almost 20 years prior. Do you think this is where? Do you think this is the movie where uh, Roland Emmerich was like, got the idea to not give Godzilla his sonic breath, but instead he just has really powerful. Because <laughs> the alien thing, the Dark Overlord does like. I does like a massive breath uh-huh. that like pushes Howard back, mm-hmm. which is similar to. Uh, Godzilla 1998? Yeah, yeah. Shite movie. Fuck that movie. I 
Honestly. Although I will say it is quite it is quite funny. <laughs> but you know. it, did, it did also give birth to one of the funniest fucking scenes in the actual Godzilla movies as well. Not Final Wars with the Zilla. Fight, <laughs> War, yeah, the fight against Zilla and, and Final Wars where just he just literally curb he just him. he literally just tail whips him into the Sydney Opera House and fucking blasts him. It's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fight's over in like five seconds. Like some forty ones playing in the background. It's fucking great. <laughs> Do you see they're breaking up? Oh, they're going to bring out one final album, then they're done. Oh, what a shame. Some 41, I've seen where that guy lives. That's creepy. It was. Right, so uh, when I went to Toronto once, uh, this was years ago, went on one of these tour bus things, right? And I think this was at the point where the guy from Some 41 was married to Avril Lavigne, right? And uh, we're on the tour bus and we're just driving down this road and the, the tour bus person was like, see that apartment building there? And we pointed at this building. It was like this uh, black bricked building. It was like, that's where Avril Lavigne lives on the top floor. <laughs> we were like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Avril Lavigne lives there. Bit fucking creepy that you would point that out to us, but all right. She left the guy from Sum 41 and married Chad Kroger. I mean, I can't blame her. I mean, he probably does have more. Uh, he probably makes a bit more money than fucking Sum 41 guy. Yeah. But she probably makes. Well, she know. makes more money than both of them. I don't know. When was the last time you heard an Avril Lavigne song? Yesterday. Really? Yeah. No, I mean like a new Avril Lavigne song. Oh, yeah. No, fuck knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, anyway, the Overlord starts the ignition sequence in the laser and we get a countdown of four minutes. As most movie countdowns, this four minutes lasts roughly half an hour. I hate it. <laughs> the only, they then the use only this, they, He then uses this... Like, the Overlord then uses this weird fucking laser attack, which, like, freezes Beverly and Phil in place, but also causes them to kind of fade away slowly. Yeah, they're disintegrating them. I don't understand this, but, uh, anyway, Howard is then caught up in one of the tentacles of this creature. He uses a saw to cut himself free from the alien, gets back on the gun. Yeah, Jeffries gives him a fucking... yeah. Runs over the creature's foot before firing at it again, this time killing it for good and freeing Beverly and Phil with only one minute to go on the laser's ignition sequence. It's at this point that Howard is then faced with a choice. Yeah. Blow up the laser and save the world, but in doing so, he'll never get to go home again. The the, the pedo made me laugh here, to be honest. Right. <laughs> That's a sentence I never want to hear again. The pedo made me or, laugh here though. Hold on, let, let me finish this bit and then we'll talk about it. So he can either blow up the laser, save the world, but in doing so he'll never get home, or he can sacrifice the entire human race, but still have a chance to get back to his home world. Mm. But the pedo made me laugh. Fucking stop saying it like that. No, right, the pedo made me laugh, right? Because, uh, you know, Howard's doing this big dramatic pause. He's thinking about all that shit. And all you hear, you don't even see him. All you hear is, like, fucking Jeffries. He's like, fucking shit it! Shut it! <laughs> shut it! <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> you're funny for a kitty, diddler. But, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. If, if at any point we had any hope of getting this show monetized, it's just been fucking plundered into the ground. Uh, so... <laughs> Of course, he blows up the machine uh, with mere seconds to go before the creatures return. Now, I don't know about you, right? But something about the sound effects used for the blowing up machine sounded a lot like like Atari 2600 era kind of video games. Yeah. It sounded like fucking like asteroids and shit like that. That was actually a theme for this, even for that, uh, for me watching these two movies because there's a bit in the Punisher where the music starts to sound like the Super Mario Bros. music. Yeah. It does, yeah. It starts to sound like the Underworld theme, yeah. 
So and it take, blows up, takes most of the lab with it. We get a death fake out as Howard lies unconscious on the ground. Then he wakes up and beats He him. wakes up and tells a really fucking tasteless joke. <laughs> he says, I am not Howard anymore. And they start naturally freaking the fuck out because, bear in mind, not five seconds prior, the world nearly fucking ended. To be fair though, see even if he see even if he was taken over by one of those fucking aliens, he's a fucking little duck. Yeah, just and he's punt lying him. and he's lying on a bunch of rubble. They can yeah. just stab him. Yeah, it's the same reason why I can't take any of the Chucky movies seriously. Cause he's just fucking punt the wee cunt and it's fine. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah. And some of the later films they do that as well. You see people fully just take a run and kick at him. I haven't seen any of those movies. Oh man, some of them are great. We then cut to a fucking huge gig. Where Beverly's band plays the film's theme song. Uh, turns out, Howard is a shit-hot manager, considering he managed to book a, what I assume is a sold-out gig in what looks like a full-on, like, fucking theatre venue, right? For a completely unknown band whose previous job was a residency in a shitty dive bar. This song also kind of sounds like, uh, did you ever play Lego Marvel 2? Yes. So you know those missions that you do with, for uh, Gwenpool? There's oh my god, yeah! It sounds like the... It sounds like Gwenpool stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they took that from that. I don't know. But wouldn't surprise me. Cause he's wouldn't surprise of, me, because he's Howard, the Duck, Howard the Duck is in a lot of Gwenpool's missions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, well. So yeah, and that brings an end to the movie with what is essentially a four-minute music video for the film's theme song. It's a pretty catchy song. It's a fairly catchy song, albeit... Howard the Duck! <laughs> yeah. And that's... And that's the movie. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. I don't know how to feel about it. I hate it. I it's, despise this movie. It's terrible, I would, call, I would it's entertaining. Say, I would say I hate this more than I hate fucking Ghosts of Mars. For real? Yes. Well, I suppose Ghosts of Mars doesn't have a beast in it, so... It no, doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. No, it doesn't. The fact that you had to think about that, though. <laughs> I'm like, well, wait a minute. Man. Who was in that movie? No, no, nay beasts. We're fine. Nay beasts. Yeah. Nah, I fucking hate this movie. Um, I think it's, it's trash. It is. Um, it's trash. But to me, it's entertaining trash. This is this is why I don't, like, trust people online when they're like, do you watch the movie that everybody hates but I think is really good? Fuck them. Your taste is shite. It's a terrible movie. Oh, God damn it, man. <laughs> nah, it's... I can't see myself watching this film ever again, mm-hmm. unless I've got like people over and they're like, and we're specifically having like a bad movie night. I wouldn't even do it then. I would put it on then. I wouldn't even do it then. Just because of how fucking ridiculous the film gets. No, I'm gonna, you know, get rid of this movie. Fucking Dynamite Hand. See if you buy this movie, I'm gonna fucking disown you. Don't do it. <laughs> You've just guaranteed that they're gonna buy it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> So, final thoughts. It's trash. I hate. Every, I hated most, most of every moment of this movie. I, I, I'm actually quite disgusted that the one of the few things I laughed at was the fucking pedo making jokes. <laughs> oh no. Um. This film made me miserable. I, I mean, I said it right up front. I saw more duck tits in the first five minutes of this movie than I have seen real human tits in two months. Right. That that's not right. That's enough to make you depressed, isn't uh, it? Yeah. This movie is fucking shite. Yeah. So fuck this movie. Yeah, yeah, don't watch this. It's it's I, fucking horrible. I would like to mention though, uh, Leah Thompson, right? Um, she does the best she can with what she's. Oh well, yeah, got. she's good. She's, she's good, good throughout the movie. But when uh, Howard appeared at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? 
Yes. When Howard appeared, she went... Uh, there was a lot of speculation that Howard's going to be a thing, I guess. So she actually wrote... He does appear in Howard the Duck 2. Uh, sorry, he does appear in Guardians 2 as well. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, like, there's was, there was speculation that he's going to be a fucking big thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So Leah Thompson actually did write a screenplay yes. for uh, Howard the Duck reboot. That yeah, she, she did. That she, and apparently it was really fucking good. Well, she sent it to Kevin Feige and he confirmed that it was real and that it was actually pretty good, but they're not going to do anything with it because apparently they've got plans for Howard. I don't, I don't know, but you know. Yeah. Uh, Le- Leah so what's Thompson. coming up? So what's coming up next week then, Jacob? Well, thank Christ, it's a slightly better movie. Although it has to be said, I don't know if this is a better movie or if I just if we just like it because we watched it directly after Howard the Duck. Is the Punisher from 1989 with Dolph, Dolph Lundgren? Lundgren. <laughs> uh, a surprisingly good movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so join us next week when we cover our 1989's The Punisher. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. If you enjoy the show, be sure to share it around with your friends. Podcast live and die by uh, word of mouth. So mm-hmm. be sure to share it on social media. Yeah, we are in the process of making ourselves a wee Instagram account for the show. It should be out by the time this episode comes out. It should be, yes. So be sure to keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, I've been Ben Nevin. And I've been Jacob Russell. And I fucking hate this movie. Fuck it. I don't like it. (laughs) Goodbye.